a short game and I gotta get home for lunch. <laughs> That's one. You know, if my dog was as ugly as you, I'd shave his butt and tell him to walk backwards. The heater. Here it comes. I tell you. Strike three heroes. Hey, is that your sister out there in left field? Naked? She's naked? Welcome to Geek Squatch, where nostalgia finds a giant hairy beast and spits out a podcast about 80s and 90s nerd culture. I'm your host, Colin Perkins, and tonight we're going to cover a film that tells the age-old story about an adolescent adolescent boys versus a ferocious guard dog. That's right, I'm talking about none other than The Sandlot. On this episode, we're going to break down the year 1993, talk about the host memories of the film, quick cover a quick plot synopsis do some geek squatch theater uh, talk about where are they now talk talk about these um great fantastic child actors that are all over the, the place. soft boys <laughs> the soft boys <laughs> <laughs> but first let's take a moment to introduce the rest of the cast with a question baseball and softball are a rite of passage for most kids growing up in america so i have to ask what position did you play Alex Hirsch, what position did you play? Uh, of the sports that I did play growing nope. up, I actually baseball. played baseball. You never played baseball. Nope. Um, I instead will give you. I instead will give you. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna start watching baseball this year. Yes. Minor leagues. Oh, Minor leagues. Yes. Uh, specifically, specifically for one reason, and that is the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Oh my God. <laughs> we are the Jumbo Shrimp here to play here a to game. Play a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Great. Yep. You guys yeah. are the worst. <laughs> the, the jumbo shrimp, man. Um, okay, go yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't play baseball. All right. So, <laughs> Brandon, what did you play? I, <laughs> what position did you I play? It all. <laughs> um, what's the in like in growing up in like little league baseball, mostly like infield, and I liked to try to pitch, but I don't think I was ever that good at it. Backyard baseball, I always wanted to be the pitcher for sure. Um, yeah, but. And later, when I got older and slower, playing softball, I was always the pitcher. For some reason, I was the only one that can throw an accurate strike. So, okay, um, <laughs> you got to be older and slower to play softball. Yeah, well, I, to, I didn't graduate to, to any higher levels a, of baseball. Adult whatsoever. softball, like like the softball that the women play, is ridiculous. We're not talking about that. Like no, they're crazy. I'm talking good. beer league softball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not talking about yeah that for sure. But baseball is my number one. I fucking love baseball. Yes. So. I love watching baseball, playing baseball, softball, whatever, and everything about it. It's my number one sport. Go Giants! Before before we go on, I want I want to redact my previous statement. I I played t-ball when I was a child, and I think the position that I played was get yelled at for playing in the dirt. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> I do remember that. I, I mean, that's what. That's my point. Like every everybody has played ca- baseball at some capacity, right? I mean, maybe a yeah, few. I, yeah, yeah. I feel people. like I was like I feel like I was like five, but yes, it was a lot. Of, it was a lot of. We brought you here to play baseball. God damn it! Not play with the anthills. <laughs> Correct me so. if I'm wrong. Who had the VHS, the Ninja Turtles VHS? Did yes, with the fucking little league team. team. Yes. I play out here yes. in the night fields for the dandelions grow. That one? Yes. You know the pizza at the end? Oh, my God. I didn't yes. realize that was part of the actual VHS because we recorded so much stuff off TV. I just thought that that was the commercial that we always played before oh, when no. we recorded sure it. That was a pizza commercial on the Oh, that's hilarious. VHS. I don't remember this. Really? Oh, nope. it's really good. It's important to know. Gotta know how to catch. Gotta know, know how, how to throw. throw. That's yeah. why that sounds I play familiar. in right field, way out where oh, the dandelions grow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That lovely voice now. that you hear is Jamie McAllister. Jamie. <laughs> so pretty. What position did you play? <laughs> <laughs> Left field, as far and deep away from the actual game as they could possibly well, get me. Well, that's where we hide the, the right fielders, are we, where we hide people. Oh, well, then that must yeah. have been it. Clearly, okay. I was paying attention. Um <laughs> No, I, play with those I literally played an entire season of softball and never once swung in an actual what? game. Oh, I was what? I was terrified when I those got up hacks. to the plate. I would swing in practice, you know, when the, you get the machine or, you know, one of your teammates pitching or whatever. I absolutely swung then, uh, but never during a game. Were you, wow. were you right field in the four-man outfield of softball? Were you the, were you the four out there? Yeah, I was only on the field because the they, they had to play me. The, the only reason I was out there is because they had to play me. They had to have a girl in the lineup. <laughs> I was just the cute yeah. one. There you go. Speaking of cute, Caleb. Aww. Caleb McAllister, what position did you yeah. play? Um. Well, what position did I not play is probably really? a better question. Yeah, <clears throat> so it comes... It comes with the perks of having a father who insists on being the coach of every single team that you were ever uh, on. Nepotism. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, helicopter parenting. I always... You know, everyone wants to play first base. Uh, I, I did play first base once or twice, but wasn't very good at it. I played second base a lot. I also catch... I caught... Uh, played catcher a lot. And I pitched briefly as well. Wow. Yeah. All but, around. Uh, yeah, I wasn't a very good pitcher, I don't think. Um, How long did you play? From the age of around five until about 12. And then oh, okay. I decided that I played soccer in the fall, or sorry, in the spring and baseball in the fall. Wait, is that the other way around? Whatever. Half the year I played baseball, half the other year I played soccer. And I just got tired of having year-round sports all the time, so I decided to pick. And I, I after Having my dad coach basically year round, um, I kind of decided at a certain point that I just wanted to have a, a half the year without my father. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, shocking uh, all the time. I didn't realize Offense, there were that many uh, sports you, balls in your background. That's surprising. <clears throat> yeah, I did that. I also uh, I have a I had a almost a black belt in taekwondo as well. Wow! Uh, around the same time, actually. Yeah, Caleb's an athlete. You were an not, active kid. Not really. He used to be cool, guys. I'm, he I'm used not, to be. I'm Look not what you've cool done to him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Look what old age has done to you. Colin, you're a second base. I um, no, I was a catcher. Ooh, nice. Oh, I loved, that's hard work. I loved having the armor on because, like, 
the yeah. the the ball like I was never good at like the infield it, the ball moved really fast and I just I didn't like to be in pain. <laughs> <laughs> so I would Strange. like to I like to have the armor on and that made me feel a little bit more safe. So I did that. I I pitched a little bit. I played a smidge of outfield. Well, I might have played outfield every once in a while. I was mostly catcher or pitcher. Um, but yeah, I played all through. I ended up playing through sophomore year of high school and then. Uh, I was a three sport athlete and, and yeah, I just got burnt out. So I was like, okay, nice. I'm going to take, take baseball out of the equation. So I just played football and basketball from there out. Nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you know, like I said, it's, it is, it's still baseball has a sort of, what's the word? I don't know. Majesty about it. I mean, it's, it's the it's, American pastime. It, it is. I think, I think football has taken over. Um, but baseball is traditionally yeah. the America's game, right? Football's taken over as America's favorite sport now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Baseball's what you watch with your grandfather. Yeah, right, exactly. And that's why I really like the Sandlot because that is this, this is really when it was kind of at its prime. You know, well, baseball this was, was the gem time for baseball movies for us. Too. Mm-hmm. Like mm. we had Rookie of the Year and A League of Their Own and. No. Thank God for Angels in the Outfield. In the out- Seriously, oh my God! Up there, and what's the other one where the kid like owns the Twins? Colin, like I figured you would know. Um, oh, big, right. Little Big League. No. Little, yeah. little, big, little league. big League. Yeah. Little Big League. Yeah. Called. Yeah. So all those little big around those times. It's my favorite it was game. like, yeah, baseball was a great time. Absolutely. So we are going to talk about the Sandlot coming after this break. Before we go back into the Wayback Machine, we'll see you after this. when you play with a bunch of rejects and a bad kid, Rodriguez. Shut your mouth, Phillips. Would you say crap face? I said you shouldn't even be allowed to touch a baseball. Except for Rodriguez, you're all an insult to the game. Come on! We'll take you on right here, right now! Come on! You plan a real diamond porter? You ain't good enough to lick the dirt off our cleats. Watch it, jerk. Shut up, idiot! Moron! Scab eater! Butt sniffer! Puss licker! You eat dog crap for breakfast, geek. You mixed your weeds with your mama's toe jam. Yeah! You bought grapples in the toilet, and you like it. You play ball like a girl. (laughs) What did you say? You heard me. Tomorrow. Noon at our field. Get the buffalo butt breath. Count on it, pee drinking crap face. Yeah! Let's go! All right, before we hop on our bikes and pedal down to the local park, let's stop, step into the Wayback Machine back to April 7th, 1993, when the Sandlot released. Alex was five years old, Brandon was nine, Jamie was ten, Caleb was eleven. And Colin was 12. Wow, we got the cascade of age yeah. right there. Bam. If I did my math right, anyway. Um, in the news, on April 8th, I didn't nail the 7th. There wasn't anything going on the 7th. But the Space Shuttle Discovery launched into orbit. Nice. Great job, Discovery. Science. They did it. They did it. Number one song was Informer by Snow. God damn it. Which I had to look up. Yeah. I was like, I don't know that one. What is that? (laughs) Oh, Jamie, you know, if you heard it, you would know it. And um, so here's the deal about this 
song. Okay. <laughs> a lot of people look at this, especially if they, especially when they figure out that snow is like this early nineties white dude with like the circle, circle shaped glasses and stuff. They're like, Oh shit. Like this, this guy's obviously like some sort of try hard douchebag. Right. A lot of the same way that they gave like Eminem shit when he first came around, like, Oh, it's just a goofy white guy. Wrong. Snow wrote informer, by the way, Canada's own sweet boy, Snow, uh, wrote Informer when he was serving a jail sentence, number one, so that's already cool, but it wasn't like he just got caught stealing VCRs, dog. He was in jail for a, uh, he was being charged with two attempted murders. What? So he wrote a song, a reggae song, which, by the way, is the number one reggae song, number one selling reggae song of all time. Really? Um, Yeah. He wrote Informer uh, while he was in jail, and the song actually got big when he was serving a separate sentence after he had already gotten out from the, uh, the, the attempted murder charges for aggravated assault. Oh, my God. No wonder he never went anywhere after this. Yeah, Informer's hard as hell, dude. Um, it's a song all about uh, dudes turning snitch. Hmm. Yeah, it's like a rap uh, reggae song. You would yeah. recognize it. Clicky Boom Boom Down? Come on. You, if you heard it, you know. I, I, it took me a while, but once I heard that chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of anger issues, Falling Down was the number one, one of the number one movies, oh. which is great. Love that movie. Good Fire in the Sky. This one. Michael Douglas. Michael. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Falling Down. It's one where he gets caught in traffic, and he just like he's just had a fucking enough, and he gets out, and he's trying to walk home, and like he gets in all these shenanigans, like trying to get home. It's a real brutal, dark movie. Oh, We're gonna do good. a Falling Down episode. I yeah, love really? that one. Not mm-hmm. to get too political, but I heard somebody compare this this character to basically the the alt right movement recently. The falling down character. Yeah. Huh. So mm-hmm. I have to watch it again. Know. The comment might be a stretch. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. I thought that I uh, maybe. I mean, he's a little he's a little racist in the way that like middle aged white guys were racist in the nineties. Yeah, I guess the, the implication is that you know. Uh, yeah. Well, we could talk about it on the episode. I don't want to go into it now. Yeah, yeah. Stick around. Episode 115. Exactly, down. yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. Three years from now, we'll talk about that. Now I've got to write that shit down. <laughs> Fire in the Sky, um, the uh, This Boy's Life, Robert De Niro and Leonardo DiCaprio, the, the D's right. of Hollywood. Uh, number one book was The Pelican Brief, John Grisham. Oh, that's so good. Top TV show, 60 Minutes. God, 60 Minutes is always up there. Um, Home Improvement, but, yeah. Seinfeld, Roseanne, Grace Under Fire, Coach, and Frasier. Those are all sitcoms except for sixty minutes. Mm-hmm. This is like the the pinnacle I miss of sitcoms. Coach. Coach was a good show. Oh, and they tried to bring it back too. They did. Yeah, they were gonna have uh, his his son. daughter. Oh. was gonna have a kid, and then he had Heather. to help with it. Heather, can you weigh in from across the room? Just yell a yes or a no answer. Uh, was it you that had dreams of uh, of being sexually assaulted by the guy from Coach? <laughs> <laughs> Hayden, okay. thank you. Special guest Alex Hirsch's wife, <laughs> her like girlfriend, or whatever. She was twelve. Fiance. She Jesus said she was twelve. Yeah, she was twelve. Oh my wow. god! Wow, that's rough, By man. Dauber or the coach? <laughs> Dauber. I'm not sure. Dauber. Dauber couldn't hurt a fly. Come on, leave Dauber alone. True. Oh my god. In video games, the seventh guest, which I have never played. Released right around this time. Anybody play that? It's a PC game. No. The sixth one's pretty good, but you know, no. I think it's like a mist. <laughs> it's a mist, like I believe. I was about to say, yeah, it, too. it I is. Think it is like a point and click. Mm-hmm. Yep. Celebrity births. Nobody. Um, sports in sports. This is actually well, a perfect segue. Is Dante Bichette hit his first home run? Hit no hit the first home run for the Colorado Rockies. Hell yeah! Nice. 
In Shea Stadium, those assholes. In Shea so the Stadium. Rockies, okay, I'm a, I'm a Rockies fan. I'm in Colorado. Go for it. Rockies are my team. And they started in 1993 with the Rockies' inaugural season. And they started on the road. That's Is that brutal. the dumbest shit ever? Their That's first brutal. games were not in. But, it, I mean, April's kind of cold in Denver still, maybe? Whatever. They're, but they went to Denver the next series. And the very first hit in Denver, Colorado for the Rockies was a home run. Oh, when they got into town? Yeah. Oh, it was EY. What's his name? Eric, uh, Eric Young. Hit a oh, Eric Young. Yeah, yeah, First EY. Anyway, no more nice. Rockies history, but i All right, well, let's talk about some memories of, of the Sandlot. Um, I'm not going to start with Alex because he wasn't prepared for the show. <laughs> no, no, I was not. I'm going to start with Brandon. <laughs> Tell me some, some of your memories of Sandlot. <laughs> My first memory of hearing about the Sandlot is actually, I had no idea what it was. I remember being in a, in fifth grade, and this is like a vivid memory for me because I didn't know what the hell was going on. And we had a choice to pick a movie to watch, like on like a movie day, and the class got to like vote and pick which movie they wanted to watch. And it was between the Sandlot and something else that I have erased from my memory. And I remember there was a Sandlot because I had this like... I didn't know what it was. I didn't know. I, I voted for the other movie, and I had no idea what the Sandlot was. And it just put it in my mind that I, I need to find out what this movie is. Everyone's, mm-hmm. but I had this weird vision that it was this, it was a weird like Tremors type movie. So I had this oh. like plot in my Hell mind. Hell yeah, I'd watch that. I love that Tremors. It wasn't about baseball. It wasn't I had no idea what it was about. It was gonna be some kind of weird like that kind of movie. But then I um, I'm not even sure when I went home and and researched or found out exactly what it was. But I remember eventually finding out that, oh, it's just this kid's, kid baseball movie, and I wish I would have voted for it and watched it because we ended up watching the other movie, whatever that was. Um, and Not Tremors. And, <laughs> but since then, not Tremors, but since then, I love The Sandlot. From the first time I watched it, I was always a baseball kid, and um, it's, just, it's just such a, it's a great movie. And I don't have distinct memories of the first time watching it, but I do know that I just I watch it any chance I can, any chance I get I watch Sandlot. Yeah, it's one of those one of those movies where when it comes on syndication, you're flipping through the channels or whatever. Yeah, just pop I'm it so on and just take it from there. Baseball season's about to start. It's been playing on the MLB Network, which I work in a sports bar, and I get to put on sports channels. And I secretly have the Sandlot playing in the bar like, all the time. Right <laughs> Shut now. up! Like, I'm not even joking. Do you nice. really? It's been on the back. It's been on the back wall of my bar for all week. That's amazing. Like anytime it's on MV Network, I'm playing Sandlot in a bar. Jamie, what are your memories of the Sandlot? Nothing specific. I mean, we definitely watched it a lot uh, growing up. It was one of those kind of like rainy day recess. Oh, let's put on a movie. And it was always the Sandlot uh, in school and stuff like that. But so it was just kind of part of the woven fabric of mm-hmm. my childhood. But it, it doesn't stand out to me in any way. It mm-hmm. was just kind of always there. That makes sense. Caleb, how about you? It's kind of the same thing. Like I remember seeing it multiple times. We didn't. I don't think we owned it in my house. I had to watch it at friends' houses and stuff. But um, I was down. I thought it was a good movie. That was scary. Like it's funny. Like watching it now. I'm like, how could I ever be scared of of that puppet dog? Yeah, that was right. Scary. I was. Uh, I was kind of a scaredy cat as a kid. To be really honest, yeah. I still <laughs> am. Like, I boy. can't watch horror movies or anything like that. Like, well. Certain older ones I can watch because they're they're hokey at this point for me. But like mm-hmm. new newer ones, like I'm not into the gore. But anyway, I don't do 
Yeah, I can't do it. I'm I'm, I'm a wuss. Me and me and Brandon will hug. <laughs> yeah. We'll watch <clears throat> Princess Bride. <gasps> That's right. Oh. Yeah, and when Harry met Sally. Yeah. And totally in. Yeah. I'll have what he's having. <laughs> Get up off my man, Brandon. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Alex, now you have a chance to think. Tell, yeah, so, tell me about um, the Sandlot. So I have memories of seeing it as a kid um, a couple times, kind of like Jamie said. Like, we would watch it at school um, more than anything else. I've probably seen it, like, on a Sunday afternoon at the house when I was a kid. Um, my favorite memory of Sandlot is this weird, like, abstract thing. So I have this buddy who, uh, whenever we're whenever he's, like, in a social situation, especially around a lot of people he's not immediately, like, close friends with, um, like tangential acquaintances and stuff. He'll uh, <laughs> he'll be like, "Oh yeah, I remember you, man. I remember you. Like, didn't we? You remember about like five, ten years? Maybe we we must have been kids. Like, we used to do blah 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 blah." And he'll start outlining scenes from the Sandlot, <laughs> and he'll be like, "He'll be like, he'll be like, I was there." He's like, "And you were over there, man. You were." And he he'll like assign people characters. Are you kidding me? He goes in not telling them it's the Sandlot, and people are like, "Yeah, so, no, I think I remember that. I think I remember that." And he's like, "No, you fucking idiots. It's the Sandlot." <laughs> oh my <That's> god! Great. <laughs> shout shout out shout out to Kevron, man. We couldn't figure out if we wanted to play baseball or not, but we just decided to go to the pool instead. Remember that day? <laughs> All right. I'm telling you, man. That's shout out to Kevin. He's, he's a great guy. That's funny. That's so yeah. awesome. I want, I want that friend. Can I have your friend? Now? It's a solid, it's a solid goof. Can I have it's a your solid friend? Goof. Does he do that with all movies? Like, you know, remember where no, we were in the Sam. jungle and there was like this alien that came in and <laughs> Speci- specifically the Sandlot. That oh, seems okay. to be a bad for him. Remember that time we got that board game and it came to life and it totally ruined the house and that dude <laughs> yeah. came out of it was super hairy and weird. You mean Jumanji? <laughs> yeah, that's Jumanji. No, I'm just sad. Uh, so I'm 95. I'm 95 percent sure I saw it in the theater. You know, I was 13, probably. You know, I, this is a PG movie, um, but I was into sports, and I definitely uh, remember identifying with Benny the Jet because oh. um, you know I thought I was good at sports, and I thought I was fast, and so I, and I saw like how you know determined he was, and so so I definitely identified with him as the film. And it's a fun. It's a fun. It's one of those movies that is just an easy watch. You know, it doesn't take itself too seriously. It has this kind of a corny moral to the story, but um, it, it's not like uh, it's not going to be a, an, an Oscar film. It doesn't try to be, um, and it doesn't try to be too goofy or silly either. It's just a it's just a solid solid easy watch about boys playing some baseball, having some shenanigans, and um, yeah, but it'll, yeah. it'll jerk some tears though, man. No, yeah, no spoilers and all, but. When Smalls is calling that game for the Dodgers and it's Benny still at home, yeah, tell me you get some chills, right? Yeah, yeah. that is that's a good way to good way to end. Um, um, does anyone else feel like this movie plays off of the wonder, like the success of the Wonder Years at all? Yeah, that's a good point. Good call with yeah. the narrator and whatnot. Yeah, it's got the narrator. It's it's a flashback, you mm-hmm. know. Um, it's, yeah, it's... That, he's got notes in there too that, that it's been compared to like the Christmas Story as well. Like oh yeah, Christmas story. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's like coming of age narrated story, and yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, so let's just talk about quick quick plot. Uh, we won't go into all detail because we are doing Geek Squatch Theater later. <laughs> um, the Sandlot is a coming of age story about a group of young boys around the age of twelve to thirteen, which I had actually had to look up because like, how old are these boys supposed to be? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, about 12, 13, growing up in California in 1962, a uh, new shy boy, Scotty Smalls, moves into the neighborhood where he's initially rejected by the local boys because he doesn't know how to play baseball. 
Because, come on, who doesn't know how to play baseball? Shows up with that plastic mitt. Mm, that's right. Only an <laughs> L7 weenie. <laughs> One of the boys, Benny Rodriguez, accepts Smalls because they need a ninth player. <laughs> and he's obsessed Fair. with baseball. This boy is obviously obsessed with baseball. Um, soon, Smalls learns learns the sport and joins the group of boys who play ball at the local sandlot. By the way, who calls it a sandlot? Old people. I've <laughs> never called it a sandlot. It was just like the the field or whatnot, you know? It, do you guys know where that came from at all? Have you heard, like, it's, sandlot? I can do a little bit of research because you had that question in there. And there's no real distinct, like, origin for it. It's been around for a long time. Um, obviously, it's, just, it's an old term for, uh, you know, anywhere you can pick up and play ball. It sounds like such an East Coast thing. Yeah. But it doesn't is it supposed to take place in LA? Yeah. yeah. Well, I read that it that actually was more of a West Coast term, but it does sound oh. like an East Coast term, doesn't it? I mean, it's been around it since the early me. 1900s, I think, but I've never called it thing? outside of like referencing the movie and talking about a sandlot. You mm-hmm. know? Like I've called small baseball fields a sandlot since, but not, you know, in because of this though. Growing up, we would just if there was a backstop, that's that's what we called it. You know what I mean? We would refer to the mm-hmm. backstop more than anything. Yeah, that's a good point. Because yeah. if a park didn't have a backstop, you're not going to play a ball on it, right. really. Mm-hmm. Yep, because then you, nobody's going to be chasing after that ball all the time. No, no one wants that. Then you have to get a real annoying. catcher that actually knows what they're doing, and no, thank that's you. hard to find most of the time. Mm-hmm. So Smalls was an Smalls has an encouraging, sneaky hot wife. Or mom, excuse me, not my, not wife, mom. Hold on, excuse me, Karen Allen, but a uh, a distant father-in-law that doesn't take much interest in his life. Bill, played by Dennis Leary, has has a bomb ass baseball shrine in their (laughs) of room in their house, but he doesn't let Smalls touch any of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you? What was the vibe that you guys got from from Dennis Leary's character? Because I thought he played that dad, that '60s dad, really well. Just uh-huh. kind of, uh, and, and granted, he was a father-in-law, but he just does, wasn't interested in in Scotty Smalls at all. Like he was like, "Wait till you grow up, and maybe I'll talk to you." <laughs> type of situation. <laughs> was it was he very a, was like he hard. A father-in-law? Love. Was he a father-in-law? Was he a step he was stepdad? Yeah. Oh, sorry, okay. stepdad. Yeah, I'm getting my vernacular wrong. Uh, stepdad, yeah. correct. I'm like, I'm like, wait, 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 where did this sweet boy get married? <laughs> <laughs> they married, married him Karen off. Allen, yeah. Just yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. He, he married his mom. Hey, took place in Mississippi. It's all good. I want to say something really fast before we comment on Dennis Leary, and that is I am very excited at how many times we're going to use the word boys in this episode. Boys. <laughs> this is great. We are. I use that a lot. Uh, yeah, you know, it's funny. It's, it was one of his, it's got to be one of his first uh, acting gigs, right, Dennis Leary? Um, oh, yeah, I didn't look up his filmography, but, I mean, he was doing stand-up and whatnot for quite a while. Oh, for a long time. Yeah, yeah. 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 No cure for cancer is great. Um didn't Dennis Leary get in a lot of trouble for ripping off Bill Hicks or something at some point? Am I, getting, am I mixing him with someone else? Mm, uh, it's possible. I don't know. I, don't know. I yeah, like Dennis Leary, though. But, yeah, he did uh, – it's his third film. Loaded yeah. Weapon 1, Strictly Business, and Long oh. Walk to Forever. Where, well, Long Walk to Forever was first. What was the one where he was the um, the guy that was robbing the house? And he ended oh, up... uh, yeah, you know, I just watched that recently because I had always yeah. wanted to, and it is called The Ref. Yes, that's a good. Is, I like that movie. It is not good. Oh, I like it. <laughs> and I just got reminded he's in Demolition Man. He's the leader of the the underground yep. guys. Yep, yep. He's the leader of the opposition, the rebellion. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay, I forgot about that. Yeah. Edgar Friendly. Demolition Man. 
Let's do some Demolition Man. That is some good bad movie right there. Yes. So oh. so Dennis, he does a really good job of playing that. Dad is like, is like, uh, you want to play catch? Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. guess after I finish my work, I guess we'll play catch. It's one of those things where I, I realized, I think he fell in love with the mom and then kind of re- like didn't know that she had a kid. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. he was kind of like, well, I can live with that. I guess. Yeah, that's it true. was hard for me to relate to because I, I didn't have step parents. So it never really like clicked with me. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I was obviously never in the situation. My parents are really supportive and noise or like wanted to be involved and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But so I was just curious if, it, if he did a good job of maybe it's a combination of dad at the time in the 60s, but yeah. also stepdad. You know, yeah. perhaps it's a good combination of that. But. There was this weird feeling that I get in the early conversations between Smalls and his mom where it's like, he's got to get used to you. Like, like, like Smalls is like the, the new puppy or something. It's yeah. It's kind of weird where it's like, well, it should be the other way around, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And not, today it's the other way around. Yeah. Where, and that's kind of the then. point I was getting at. It was like the, the father figure, you know, he's, he's not the father, but, but he's like, he's the king of the castle, right? And everybody mm-hmm. has to essentially make him happy, please him. He's the probably most likely the breadwinner and all that sort of thing. So the, just the the um, the attitude, I guess, of the dad back then is a lot different than it is today. Yeah, in general. But anyway, yeah, probably uh, social. Like I guess as far as like socially accepted norms, right? Socially accepted norms. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, anyway, the boys have a variety of adventures on and off the field, including a, a visit slash sexual assault at the the <laughs> local swimming pool that's just um, good that's just that's nice. just jocular fun you know boys, will just boys, boys. boys come on. it's just those sweet boys just being just those sweet boys being sweet oh, boys such a good scene though it is fantastic uh, they they scrimmage the local organized baseball team of you know the same 12 13 year old kids where they kick their ass and they also have a run-in with big chief at the local fair <laughs> Which oh, is yeah. anybody? Has anybody? Have you guys all chewed before? No, no, never, I've never had, chewed. I've had a cigarette once or twice in my life, uh, okay. but never chewed. Chew? I, I would not a big. You know, I didn't chew at all. But I just, I, I dabbled once or twice. But you know, a buddy of mine in college, uh, we decided to have a chew night, and <laughs> we before we As before boys huh. do. Before we, you know, we went out and got McDonald's and just ate a ton of McDonald's. Oh, it's like a good Midwest night. Yeah, it's like a good just like Midwest just night. stuffed our belly night. full of, of <laughs> McDonald's. Then we decided to play Silent Hill. Okay, on okay. PlayStation yep. Two, I'm in. Kojima, right. and and do some chew. And oh within gosh. ten or fifteen minutes, I just barfed my brains out. I went downstairs <laughs> and just. <laughs> I got I got introduced uh, I was introduced exactly one time to it. Um, I was going out. I was in New Mexico visiting some extended family. I was about fourteen, and uh, I'd never met most of these people before. And one of the guys is like, "Hey, man, you go hunting?" And I'm like, "Nope, never been hunting. I grew up in cities, my dude." And he's like, "Okay, well, uh, we're going hunting tomorrow, so get a jacket." I wore I was wearing like it was the fucking mid two thousands. You know what I mean? I was dressed, I was like punk. It was bad. So he's like, "That's your jacket for hunting. Fine. You know what? Whatever." Also, didn't realize at the time, cold as ass mm-hmm. at nighttime in the desert mm-hmm. very cold oh in the yeah um so i'm freezing my ass off and he's like well you're cold i'll turn up the heat and he turns up the heat in the truck and we're driving like through you know middle of nowhere and he hands me this this chew and he's like all right man here you go put it in there and i'm like okay 
So I know you're not supposed to like chew it up and swallow it, right? You're supposed to you know keep it in there, pack it, you know, whatever. Um, I tried my best not to swallow it, but he hit a big bump, swallowed a big gulp of it, and I he said my skin was like actually green. He oh. <laughs> was like, dude, I puked for so long. And that man was Jesse the Body Ventura. <laughs> oh, Jesse, he was trying to make you a sexual tyrannosaurus, and you failed. Goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus like me. <laughs> I love that man. I really do. Uh, that's a great scene, though. That, but we can't skip past the um, the pool scene, buddy. Yeah, the pool that's scene. Just... I I was gonna add that, so that's not gonna be in Geeks Watch Theater. Spoiler, but um, uh... it's so it's so much like a it's the narrator and kind of physical comedy, so we can't include yeah. it. But we should talk about it now. How awesome of an idea that was! Like Squints just loses it. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So the, well, it sets it up with. Uh, where him and um, I think Yaya go and buy a new ball at the store, and they see Wendy on the street. Yes, and it's like a super mm-hmm. hot day, and like mm-hmm. and it's got the slow motion cam and him just staring at her. Wendy Peppercorn, and uh, <laughs> um, and then it's a really hot day, and they talk Benny out of play. Benny's the only one that wants to still play that day, and they're like, "No, it's too hot. It's too hot." He's like, "What else you guys want to do?" And they just, <laughs> and I think Yaya just laughs. I don't think you think they even say like. Oh no! They they all yell together, "Scam pool honeys!" <laughs> Scam pool honeys, and they go and uh, Pam does the cannonball. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's so good. He walks past those four girls. Like, He's hey, like, ladies. "Hey, hey, ladies, looking sexy, Hello. looking good," and he like flexes, "Cannonball!" <laughs> um, but yeah, Squinch is losing his mind because Wendy putting on lotion. You just can't handle it. Can't handle watching her put that lotion on. No. No, and you're and, and you know the 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 four gentlemen that we have on the show. That's like that you're at the age where you're like, all right, this is you awesome. The lifeguards. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah! If you're twelve in the swimming pool, yeah, eighteen year old lifeguards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have drowned if I knew. <laughs> yeah, if I'd done that, would work. I would have done that too. For real, it's so good. So they had to give uh, the kid playing squints. They had to give him specific direction. To keep his tongue in his mouth. Yes, that's mm-hmm. hilarious. Like, the to be like, just do not actually kiss this girl. Apparently, the actor Squints, um, he kept asking when the scene was going to be, and the director wouldn't tell him. He, he's like, well, when are we going to do the scene? What, he wouldn't tell him until the day of. It's so, so good. okay. Today is the day. Finally. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wendy Peppercorn is is a childhood, um, you know childhood crush for sure the um the other scene that i i mentioned the scrimmaging of the the organized you know the the, the trash talk scene which is super mm-hmm. pg which mm-hmm. which wouldn't have been that pg in real life there's no way you think as 12 at 12 oh at 12 you're talking lots you're dropping lots of bombs lots of My f's dog, lots of s's oh she man <laughs> it's just all like cobbled together swear words at that age you know yeah 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 for sure don't make any sense but i remember um because i was a catcher i i really enjoyed the scene where ham was the catcher and he's just he's just talking shit to the other team the oh that's time. the best man yeah got any and naked I... pictures of your sister want to buy some is that, is that oh man sister out there yeah oh man did she go out with me <laughs> uh I wish I had that kind of a mouth on me when i was that age i i would have ru- wrecked some fool's days uh yeah. Uh, so when I get when I get in competition, I get kind of a mouth on me. So mm-hmm. I, I would I would try to pick up on some of those lines, and I, I probably didn't recite them verbatim. But I remember being behind the cat, you know, 
in in actual game talking to the batter and trying to drop some of that stuff. I wasn't nearly as good as other people were, but um, <laughs> it's definitely a thing that goes on. If you're a catcher, you can definitely have a conversation with that batter. This is why they do not mic like they mic up some uh, some football players. They can get away with that. Mm-hmm. They can't do that in baseball. No, nope. no. You know, like an outfielder, but not you're not doing that in the infield. Yeah. No Even then, I know th- I know those guys are cursing out the people who are yelling at them. You know, mm-hmm. under their breath, I, oh, you yeah. got it. Sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> um, so the last third of the film essentially follows the boys as they got the, as they got themselves into the biggest pickle of any of them had ever been in. Um, Great who, impression, Colin. Who uses that term, pickle? <laughs> Outside of baseball? So I never even... We called it a hot box. Really? That's a very Midwestern thing. Mm-hmm. We call it a pickle. Yeah, you call it a pickle in West? So it's it. a very different thing where I come from. The hot yes. box? Yeah. <laughs> well, we call that a hot box, too. <laughs> but, um, but we, yeah, pickle... So I, I think this writer must be from the West Coast, because I think that's where he got Sandlot from. Some of the research I did showed that Sandlot was a West Coast-ish term, and then the pickle must be a West Coast term, too. I just Remember read that? something that the Sandlot, they think, actually originated in San Francisco. Oh. Mm. That makes so, a lot of sense because there there's not a lot of uh, – there's a lot of sand, like, in, in the sunset. Uh, those were dunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, a lot of San Francisco is fill, so hmm. on, on, on the outside edges. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. There you go. Interesting. So Scotty Smalls um, still try. So we're still in the plot. Stick with me, everybody. Scotty Smalls uh, still trying to fit in. Swipes his his father or sorry step stepdad's um, trophy baseball, which was signed by Babe Ruth. We haven't talked about Babe Ruth yet, but Babe Ruth was was he's just a baseball legend, and it's 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 faded now. But he's still he's still one of the greatest baseball players to ever play the game. Absolutely, um, and he did it. I think in a, in a manner that, that seemed very effortless. Yeah. Like he was just a hyper. <laughs> he was hyper talented, and he he essentially was uh, a teenager playing baseball with toddlers. Essentially, um, he was just he was the best there was. Um, anyway, the sign the baseball was signed by Babe Ruth, and he um, uh, Scotty Smalls brings it back to the sa- sandlot so the boys can keep playing because they had lost the previous ball. So then Scotty gets up to bat. He proceeds to hit a home run, his first home run, over the fence into the backyard, guarded by the beast. <laughs> The, the the neighborhood the mean neighborhood dog where all balls go to die mm. and apparently and, a few kids and apparently a few kids right and then <laughs> the ball retrieval shenanigans ensue which I think is great and I've kind of outlined them here all of their different attempts at getting the ball back and if you watched the film recently uh, or if you remember one of the things that stood out in my mind is they would always show like a close up of the ball and it would have like some form of slob dog slobber on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it was always like in a different form, and they would show like the babe. Like, I wonder how many balls they actually went through <sighs> to do all those different shots. Yeah, it was um, always super gross, like graphic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Slobber Just on like there. caked on, right? And on, and on, like the stick when he pulls the like the first one is the stick, right? Mm-hmm. Where he's just trying to use a broomstick to get in there and reach it. And he pulls it out of the fence after fighting with the dog, and it's like all frayed at the end. <sighs> yeah, so it's just like dripping in this thick, gross, <laughs> like, slobber. It's like it's slime. Like, so epic. straight up corn syrup. It really yeah, is right? yeah, exactly. Yep. Gross. So they do the broomstick, then they do a pot at the end of a pole, which is made of the erector set that uh, Scotty Smalls played with. 
and they try they actually get it and oh the the meantime um squints is using his um like Wheaties box um yes. what do you call that like, periscope it's a periscope, periscope. Yeah, yeah his Wheaties box periscope and squints is great in that scene too when they get it with the pot yep oh, you got it you got pull it, it in all <laughs> that his and face then, yeah. he's and awesome in this whole movie yes this dog paw that's like you know, way too big. Oh, it's like uh, an yeah. elephant. Um, if an elephant had a dog's foot, seriously. that's what it would be. So good. <laughs> yeah, the dramatization of of how kids perceive things is is so perfect because you really do when you're a kid. Like everything is bigger, everything is larger than life, and and, and emphasized. Mm-hmm. I see it as a father now. Like everything to my kid is magical, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, and even at twelve, these kids think this thing is some sort of like demon dog. It's awesome. It is. Have you seen it? It's a mastiff. They're big, Woo. but you know, a whole lot of dog. And that's yeah. the great thing about this this last portion of the entire film. It's essentially them telling the tall tale, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Versus the beginning of it is is more or less set in reality. But then beyond that, it's all them just exag- it's exaggerated truth, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third attempt was with a vacuum-powered catcher's mask. That, they <laughs> that was drop brilliant. In. Yeah, they drop in from above the uh, the treehouse. <laughs> why would the catcher's mask have any suction to it? Like, why catcher's mask? Well, it's got the shape. It's it's you know <laughs> baseball. Is it contour or convex? I don't know which one is it. So it's uh, like, okay, grab it. Yeah, depends on which. Yeah, it's it's both con it's both convex and concave, but it depends on which way you're looking at it. Yeah, right, right. exactly. <laughs> um. So anyway, then the the, um, the beast notice he comes and bites the tube and pinches it shut, and then the vacuum essentially explodes while the kids vacate from the treehouse. Because <laughs> that's do totally ex- how that works. Yeah, I love exactly. how they don't think to turn it off. Right, yeah. They were panicked. It was yeah. adrenaline. Well, and then there's my, that is really funny when they there's like the chain of a telephone with the screaming, you know, from from up top down below. Yes. <laughs> you know? Ugh. And then um, I forget is it, which is it Timmy or Tommy comes out and he's just drenched in dust. <laughs> and he just shakes his head off and he goes, "We've been going about this all wrong." <laughs> I blame myself. I blame myself. I, blame yeah. myself. <laughs> I thought that was Squints. That wasn't Squints. No. Okay. No. Nope. Um, then fourth attempt was they hang yeah yeah over the fence <laughs> and drop him down ah, to get the ball. Ah. Um, he actually gets the ball in his hand, but then the beast is right, right in his face. And he screams, drops the ball, and they pull him off. Yeah. Um, the fifth attempt is the uh, the erector set catapult. This is pretty ingenious, really. It's pretty yeah. amazing, right? They drive it up, and they, it has like the little grabber that opens up, and then they they actually get the ball and they sling it mm-hmm. back. But then Beast intercepts the ball before it able, it's able to get over the fence, and then and then he wrecks the erector's head, the, the catapult, and just tosses it up in the air. <laughs> it's all bent up and all shambles. Yeah, it's like the so precursor the to to BattleBots. Remember BattleBots? Hell yeah, I remember BattleBots. Yeah. Oh. Damn, I love was BattleBots. That, like the original one was actually pretty good. Where like they they tried to re. Revived that recently, right? Yeah, they Something. did, and it was really bad. Yeah, Jessica yeah. Chobot was one of the hosts. I, I never yeah. watched it. But... I was say that's a hard one to screw up. It's just you know robots fighting. I mean, that's was that a DC awesome. thing though. Originally, is that where it was? Is no, it was it was on Sci-Fi. I think 
originally. Yeah. Haven't we also just gotten to a point where BattleBots is just like... Like, I saw a thing uh, earlier today where China is using uh, drones with little tiny flamethrowers attached to the front, and they are flying them up to power lines that have, like, you know, like, shit stuck to them, bags and, and, and shoes and stuff, and just burning them down with flamethrower drones. Nice. So aren't BattleBots at this point just, like, strap a Glock to a drone and, like, just go with it? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like... I saw that the French are using uh, hawks, like our falcons, to attack uh, enemy drones. So yes, we're going, I have seen that's amazing. Yeah, we're going drone low, on drone violence, low tech with that one. I like the, the final attempt is the one that works, and that's well. So they all kind of give up. They go back. They go back to their houses, and then um, Benny has a dream. Um, and he talks with Babe Ruth. Essentially, Babe Ruth inspires him to just job hop over the fence and get it. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta go get it, kid. Just do it. Yeah, just go it. get it. And so he decides to do that. He comes back with his um, his brand new PF Flyers, which Ooh. didn't resonate with me at all. I didn't know what that was. I knew what Chuck Taylors were. Um, yeah. But that would have been like the, the equivalent of now like putting on some uh, Reebok, some pumps, just mm-hmm. pumping those bad boys up. Mm-hmm. And hopping over that fence, and then they proceed to have this gigantic chase scene through the entire town, where they're running down the alley, knocking everything over. They run through a movie theater, like through mm-hmm. a what is it, like a werewolf film or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through the screen, <clears throat> and then they're having a like a town festival where these, you know, the the, the chefs are bringing through the cake, and you know, one jumps. I think Benny jumps over Benny the jumps cake, over, yeah. and the dog jumps <laughs> under. <laughs> And then eventually the cake, you know, ends up on on the... (laughs) Exactly. It was in Benny Hill. That was in Benny Hill business. Yeah. (laughs) Probably got to get sued by him. I think he owns that song or something. He probably does. Anyway, um, yeah, so so the the whole... getting the ball and then and then you know the, the kind of film the film ends from there but but the, that whole end of the movie that whole scene the, all those scenes i guess are are strung together really well at the end um any any favorites not necessarily among just kind of these these retrieval attempts but any other scenes that you guys think we haven't the, touched on? the um uh the carnival when they go and oh, they're big, riding the big the... chief one yeah that the big, big chief. chief we talked about yes. that a little bit with the cha a little bit yeah. But we didn't talk about like what actually happened. A second, yeah. When he... <laughs> For like a second. <laughs> that's, that's classic. <laughs> they all they just, just barf all over. Yeah, yeah. It's so gross. <laughs> and when they awesome. get off, that like that that vomit is so like like just on them, like it's everywhere. I just remember it being like so visceral, like so like it just looks so disgusting. Yes, like it's, mm-hmm. it's like brown vomit. God. Isn't that um, your worst nightmare? Like you get on uh, one of those, the scrambler or whatever, and you're just like, please God, do not let. They're the on the gravitron. There are what we had called the gravitron. Yeah. No, when they do well, that. Well, but any of those on, like, kinds the, of. I mean, that's the, what all those carnival rides are. They're just the about barfing. Thing, that's yeah. all it's for. Ugh. Yeah. I hate carnivals. I love how I they don't them. think anything of it. Like they don't. It's like, yeah, this is awesome. It's just what the big leagues do. <laughs> it's yeah. all good. Doesn't doesn't Hop Ham like rip a giant burp afterwards or something? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he is. Oh, that feels better. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's gross though. That, I hate vomit. Hate vomit. Yeah, it's the and worst. I hate carnival rides. So that situation will never happen to me. Uh, is, is anyone here not vomited at a carnival at one point? No, in I've time? never vomited at a carnival. Mm, really? I've not, like, I have. I have vomited ride. at. Uh, 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 like a great America, 
Mm-hmm. But yeah. no, never at a carnival. I've been in present for some of your vomits, so I understand it. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever vomited <laughs> outside just like because I was sick at home. Yeah, I don't think I've ever. Like, I don't puke much. I, I drink too much sometimes. Yeah, yeah. that happens. Nothing. It's less and less as you get older, I guess. But yeah, Caleb got real good at holding my hair back there for a while. In yeah, college. it was college. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Are they wine vomit? Because that's the worst. It wasn't wine Oof, then. No, it was like spicy. It was jungle juice and all oh, that kind of crap that you drink in college. Mm. Uh, what's the 151 and Goldschlager? Mm. Everclear. Yeah. Uh, whatever people had in their dorm rooms, that's what we drank. Yep. I, I like the way this movie wraps up a lot, I have to say. Um, really? With the nar- I thought you would thought it would have been too cheesy. Um, it, it's, it definitely rides the line, you know, it, it's very, very close to being too cheesy, but I really like like finding out what happened to all the, the, mm-hmm. the kids mm-hmm. and then the way they kind of, uh, do they, they disappear. They fade out if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I really yeah. like that. It is cheesy, but it's the first time I've ever seen, I've ever seen something like that done in film at, at this point in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, it's all derivative of, of this film, but, um, and then I, I love the last sequence when you see Benny, uh, steal home plate. Spoiler alert! Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, that is a, that is a cool scene, and like he's you know he's like an old. I was trying to figure out how old he would be because if the film was supposed to be right around the early nineties, yeah, and this was supposed to like be he would have been like ancient. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He would like because if he was like, twelve, he was, like, 12 and, 62, and sixty-two, born in fifty, would have been, been like forty, like seven to mid seventies. Yeah, he'd have been forty something, <laughs> and still he was just that good. Butt. Yeah, that's right. He's a legend. Yeah. Legends don't die, Colin. That, that's right. true. Which we'll find yeah. out soon in Geek Squatch Theater. Well, that's my scene. <laughs> one of my scenes is, is, is one of our Geek Squatch Theater scenes, I believe. And it's where they're explaining to Smalls who Babe Ruth is. Oh, uh, God. I love that part. names at him. Well, just like, you know. But it, it was signed by Babe Ruth. Well, yeah, you keep telling me that, but who is she? Some you know? <laughs> and, um, yeah, that's save just, it. And save it for the, the reading, all right? Just, save it for the reading. Yeah. I will, I will, I will. Yeah. Well, spoilers. In, in, spoilers. In belief of that this kid doesn't know who Babe Ruth is, is uh, is pretty great. Yeah, he's pretty clueless about baseball altogether, mm-hmm. which I'm sure is surprise of, of boys. Um, there's your favorite word, Alex. But the boys growing up in the '60s. <laughs> yeah. That is probably pretty appalling to the rest of the kids, right? Mm-hmm. Like you don't know who Babe Ruth is? Are you kidding yeah. me? Good. All right, well, we are going to cut to, as aforementioned, Geek Squatch Theater, where we will be reading some scenes from The Sandlot. Stick around. Geek Squatch Theater presents the s'more scene. <laughs> want a s'more? S'more what? You know, you want some more. I haven't had anything yet, so how can I have any more or nothing? You're killing me, Smalls. Look, these are the s'more stuff. Now pay attention. First, you take the gram. Then, you put the chocolate on the gram. Hershey's, of course. You hold the chocolate on the gram while you roast the marlow. Then, when the marlow is flaming, you stuff it on the chocolate, 
cover at the other end, and you scarf it. It's kind of messy. It's good, though. Try it. Squatch Theater presents the Babe Ruth Ball. <laughs> I was gonna put the ball back, but it was signed by Babe Ruth. Yeah, you keep telling me that. Who is she? What? What? The Sultan of Swat, the King of Crash, the Colossus of Clout, Babe, Babe Ruth. Ruth. The Great Bambino. Oh my god. You mean, that's the same guy? Yes! Yes! Smalls. Babe Ruth is the greatest baseball player that ever lived. People say that he was less than a god, but more than a man. You know, like Hercules or something? That ball you just aced to the beast is well worth, well, more than your whole life. Watch Theater presents Squints Describes the Beast. <laughs> the Beast was the most perfect junkyard dog that ever lived. A true killing machine. After a while, the police started getting phone calls from people reporting all the missing thieves. The ones the Beast had killed. It added up to about 173 guys. It's true. <laughs> But they never found a single body. Not one. Some people say they all got away. But we know what really happened. The beast ate them. He ate them bones and all. (laughs) The beast was good at his guard dog job. Too good. So the cop said he had to be retired. My grandpa, Squigman, (laughs) free reading goes well my grandpa squigman palidoris was a police chief back then he ordered mr myrtle to turn his backyard into a fortress and chain up the beast and put him under the house so he could never get out to eat children and stuff and that's where he's been for 20 years and that's where he'll be for the rest of his life mr myrtle asked the cops how long he had to keep his pup chained up like a slave They said until forever. The dream. Who's there? Now don't go pee in your pants or nothing. I'm just here to give you a hand. But 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 you're dead. Legends never die, kid. You're really him. 
You're the babe, the sultan of SWAT, the king of Crash, and a hundred other dopey names. Forget about that. We ain't got much time. I'm here because you're in some kind of a pickle, right? Yeah. A baseball with my John Hancock on it went over a fence, and you can't get it back. Right? Yeah, right. Then just hop over there and get it. Wait. I can't. Can't what? I can't go into the backyard. Why not? There's there's a beast back there. What kind? A giant gorilla dog thing that ate one kid already. Is that a fact? Sit down, kid. Let me tell you something, kid. Everybody gets one chance to do something great. Most people either never take the chance because they're too scared or they don't recognize it when it spits on their shoes. This is your big chance, and you shouldn't let it go by. Remember, when you busted the guts out of that ball the other day, someone's telling you something, kid. If I was you, I'd listen. Yeah, but but what? You're the one with the rubber legs. Figure it out. You saying I should hop over that fence and pickle the beast? Think about that, kid. I'll see you later. Remember, kid, there's heroes and there's legends. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Follow your heart, kid, and you'll never go wrong. Presents Meeting Mr. Myrtle. Hello? Um, we brought your dog home. Hercules! How'd he get out? Well, sir, um, we kind of, well, what happened was we hit a baseball in your yard, then we tried to get it back. So you're the ones that have been making all that racket. Did you get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, first time anybody ever beat the best of old Hercules. Why didn't you just knock on the door? I'd have gotten it for you. <laughs> there you go. That's my, that's my James Earl Jones. As, as, as presented by Ian McKellen. And... <laughs> <laughs> to end the show by talking about the cast of this great film about where they are now um there are a lot of the, i mean the, the performances actually are really really well done all the kids are great um and the other, the other thing that's interesting to caleb's point um that he's talked about is is they talk about all of the like what happened to them after the after they grew up which i which i thought was interesting as well well and the so, scene's great because it like it talks about the kid and where like where he went as they're like playing in the in the field and as he as they throw the ball to the next guy that character kind of fades off mm-hmm. and it goes to the next guy and they talk about where he where he ended up it's pretty good yep and um the um the the, the cool thing is that 
essentially everybody does some well most most people do something pretty cool <laughs> which is a little exaggerated right like you're never gonna have a group of mm-hmm. you know nine kids that you know one does this and this you know they're mostly <laughs> going to be just middling um anyway the actors themselves of the nine kids pretty much none of them have done anything <laughs> um the only one that's i've actually really seen since the film was um ham so played by patrick renna and I've seen him on a, a commercial or two here or there. Yeah. But other than that, like, everybody had, like, they had bit parts and they, they tried. I think Benny was in um, Mighty Ducks 2. Yeah, right? yep. hold up, man. Don't just skim past that. Well, yeah. I mean, come on. But but, was, but beyond that, like, none of them had a really lasting acting career. Yeah. But I it's funny to me because I, I watched Mighty Ducks 2 probably a couple months ago. And I it never clicked before then that it was the same kid. And like he he skates up and he's like the the super fast speed skater in Mighty Ducks too that can, they can't stop. Oh to yeah, how to, how to learn to stop? And he just like skates up like holy shit, that's Ben the Jet. Like I was, <laughs> he's in Mighty Ducks too also, which I love Mighty Ducks too. So. I love Mighty Ducks. I just never put that together. It's the same kid. Yeah, uh, the, the kid who played Ham was also on Salute Your Shorts, but that was pre Sandlot. So oh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They all had somewhat of an acting career right around that that era because I mean they were they got, had gained fame from the the film mm-hmm. um, and were competent actors. But then after that, it, they they all kind of fizzled out. If you look at their 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 IMDb pages or Wikipedia pages, they all kind of I think the last Wendy Peppercorn seems to be still doing something. Um, She's hot. looking yeah. hot. He's still doing. I mean, outside of the well knowns, like the Karen Allen's obviously well known, Dennis Leary's well known, James Earl Jones, mm-hmm. well known, but um, Marley Shelton is who played Wendy Peppercorn, and it looked like she was still trying to make it happen. She's 42 right now. I'd oh, still, still do that. Yeah. I'd still fake drowned for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just saying. Um, but let's, let's go through all their you. careers really quick, like in the film careers. Scotty Smalls. Turned into the baseball announcer, right? At the very end, he was announcing Benny the Jet as he, Benny the Jet, who became a baseball player, um, as he was stealing home and had that great call at the very end. They have that moment where Benny the Jet points up at Scotty Smalls and he's all excited. Oh, tears, man. Got, mm-hmm. I got chills now. <laughs> um, and then Ham became <laughs> a professional wrestler known as the Great Hambino. Yes. Love it. Of course. <laughs> Squints, Peladoris ended up marrying Wendy Peppercorn, had nine kids, and now they own and operate Vincent Stroke Store. <laughs> Love it. The 2015. Walk... What? I was going to say, in 2015, they, start, they closed the store due to the, uh, not being able to afford health insurance anymore. Stop <laughs> it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> we'll never make it a single episode without Caleb somehow, <laughs> somehow bringing it down. I was just going to mention Wendy smiling and winking at Squints mm-hmm. as, they, as they left the pool that day. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. That's right. Planting those seeds. Even though they got kicked out for life. <laughs> After that. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. being like 45 and like, yeah, I still can't go to the community pool. <laughs> Why? There was an event. <laughs> I did something. Happened. Yeah, something happened. I might be labeled a sexual predator. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Can't get within fifty yards. <laughs> what happened? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I married her. But, you know, it all worked out in the end. Right. Just leave it alone. Drop it. 
Um, yeah, yeah. He became, um, he was shipped off to military school and became a pioneer in bungee jumping because, you know, they, of course, they hung him over the mm-hmm. the fence, which was, you know, fun. T- I mean, most of these have fun tie-ins, right, yeah. with what happened in the film. Um, Quentin uh, DeNunez, he was the pitcher the entire time, uh-huh. and he played triple-A ball but never made it to the majors. He now owns his own business and coaches his son's little league team called The Heaters. The Heaters. Which he talks about as he's, you know, pitching. He talks about mm-hmm. giving the heater, right? Um, let's see. Oh, Bertram Weeks. This is this is the the one that actually makes sense, right? Bertram Weeks got into the '60s and no one ever saw him again. <laughs> Which is interesting because isn't the setting like '62 and they yeah. were 12? Yeah, so, so he was. He would have been. Yeah, but Summer of Love is like '69, so he okay. would be 18 right. by then. Uh, yeah, yeah cool. but he was the one that offered the the big chief to everybody. Yeah, too, he's the right? tall, the tall kid. Like, mm-hmm. the, oh, he's into the gateway drugs. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's mm. why what happened mm. there. Mm-hmm. God, you were right, Nancy. You were right. <laughs> <laughs> and then Timmy, Timmy Timmins, and Tommy Timmins. They both became um, an architect and a contractor, and they invented mini malls. And they is- now have a show on HGTV. <laughs> <laughs> Which I didn't think you could. Can you invent mini mall? Is that like a thing you invent? Yeah, sure. I always thought that was yeah. a weird thing. Anyway. They, they, that is probably one of my favorite like character com- character obviously combinations in this though is uh, Timmy and Tommy because Tommy just repeats everything Timmy says. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Later. we haven't talked about that yet. Yeah, yeah it's great. They always just like anytime Timmy's done with this thing, Tommy like repeats the last like phrase of the sentence that Timmy just said. It's great. And. Yeah, and, T- and Timmy finally gets upset at him right at the end. Yeah, exactly. He tells him to shut up. I mean, what they're talking about, Timmy. He's like, shut up, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what talking about, though. You know what's funny is I, was, I had best friends that were twins um, growing up, and they never did that, ever. Really? They were very different. No. I had some. I have some friends that were twins. Granted, we were friends like through uh, high school up up until now, but uh, I never saw any of that weird, like, any of that weird twin shit you always hear about. Yeah, you know it I mean? never happens. It does, and you can't say it never happens. It didn't happen to the ones you knew. Right. Well, yeah, the ones I knew were fraternal, not maternal, so that's the difference. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> they didn't have that you're connection. Talking, you're not talking Olsen's, you know? Right, right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, they practically lived the same life, though, for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Literally. for like 12 years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, so beyond that, the legacy of the film... Um, the critical reception it's like 58 percent on rotten tomatoes right now um which is very middling but it's not it wasn't meant to be a, a you know again you know it wasn't meant to be a a, a critical success it was meant to be a, a good a good easy film to watch um and rake in that syndication money across the way <laughs> mm-hmm. and they did. so uh, and they did, and they did okay in the box office. They made their money back. I think it was like four million the opening weekend, and um, beyond that, like thirty two million on ticket sales, which the movie cost only seven to make. So they definitely made their money back. Um, and then there there were some sequels. Mm-hmm. I've I had never heard of them before I started doing research. So there was the Sandlot two, which was done in two thousand five. And then The Sandlot Heading Home, which stars Luke Perry. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Seriously. He's amazing. And I uh, I can't speak of the films, but I can't imagine either of them are very good. 
Oh yeah, no, that can't be good. I, I watched yeah. like one big one spot on YouTube and but was like, Luke nope, Harry. I'm out. I watched the second one all the way through and remember just despising it. But I watched it with uh, some nieces and nephews that were young at the time, and probably about the same age. I watched the original, and I'm pretty sure they did enjoy it, um, and they were aware of the the original also, I believe. And but. I think that the second one, I felt like it just tried to like rehash the 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 story of the first one just in weird different ways. Mm. Like the rival team is a team of girls. Um, I don't of know, it's, course it's just, it is. So like they try to go back to like the you play like a girl thing, but the joke kind of falls. Like, mm. It's yeah. So I I remember not liking it at all. Like just being, it being real kind of. Weird. Yeah, those tryhard sequels are usually real bad. <laughs> Real bad, but but James Earl Jones is in it, and he's Mr. Myrtle again, so that's cool. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, anything else you guys think we should cover up before we just dive into some twenty questions? Oof. Hell nah. <laughs> I, I love this movie so much. I could I could literally just sit and talk about it and rewatch it. You know, I actually wasn't sure what I would think about it watching it again because it's it, it it's been a while. But I enjoyed it. You know, I ended up getting into it and being able to put myself back into that place where I was originally. I think we've talked about it when we do f- do movie shows is mm-hmm. that you often think about the first time or where you were in life when you watched that film the first time. And um, so you don't necessarily think about it as critically as you would if it was like the first time you ever watched it. So I was able to put myself back in that place and I enjoyed it quite a bit. So I love it. Good movie. Thumbs up. Thumbs it's up. Right. Thumbs, thumbs up. M- middle thumbs. I want to. I'll th- give this. I'll. I'll give this one a thumbs up. This is okay. All right. I want to point out it's got an eighty-nine percent on the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. So yeah. you know, well, critics are kind of got their thumbs up their butt sometimes about they stuff. So. Yeah, because they're they're too critical, right? They don't yeah. necessarily take into consideration the film isn't what the film is trying to do. It's not trying to do yeah, everything exactly. that they want it to do, right? It's, it's not, not trying, trying to win, to win an Oscar. Oscar. Yep. Exactly. So, yeah, it's just a fun summer movie. It's like all the critics that think that The Matrix isn't the best movie of all time. They're all wrong, and, you know, they oh just need to live Oh, God. <laughs> Can we not? I'll stand by that. Oh. Exactly. I'll I got, sign that like, paper. I got, like, no. two-fifths of the podcast is on board. Oh, please. I mean, hey, I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm in. I'll be halfway there. I'm in for the debate. I'm yeah, exactly. I'd, I'd be, I'd be uh, glad to debate that. All right, I'll just close well, with uh, Go Rockies in 2017. Go, go Giants. Giants. Go, go, twins. Go, go Jumbo Shrimp. Go Twins. Jumbo Shrimp. Go Jumbo Shrimp. Here to play. And we'll, if the if the Cubs repeat, everybody is going to start hating them, right? Exactly. No. Yeah, they really feel good for one year. If they do it again, they're like, they're goddamn, like, uh, sick of the Cubs. Goddamn Cubs. One, All right. two, three, four. We are we the Jumbo, are the jumbo shrimp, shrimp here to play, here to a, play game. a game. Ah. Yeah. With that, we will be right back after this with some crypto ecology money All right, welcome back. We are going to do some 20 questions. Crypto Geekology has morphed. Um, we are now all on the same team because we are sick of losing to Caleb. Um, <laughs> we are going to go, if you haven't heard of 20 questions, pause, 
think about it, come back. All right. Um, we're we're gonna go in the order of youngest to oldest, um, and the category this week is movie. So we're gonna go from youngest to oldest. We'll start with Alex. Man. <clears throat> hey guys, hi, welcome back. Uh, my name's Alex Hirsch, and I'll be your best friend tonight. <laughs> um, avid jumbo shrimp fan and uh, pro smoocher. Um, oh. So. Is this movie was this movie? Oh, fuck it, man. Yeah, you know every time. Uh, was this movie created before January first, nineteen ninety? No. Oh, it's a nineties movie. Okay, good. All right. Um, wait, am I next or is Jamie? That's you. you. Okay. Then Jamie. Um, is this a uh, is this a comedy? It is not. I gotta assume the. Uh, I have to assume the the twenty questions position, which is I don't want anyone to think I'm googling anything. So my hands are in the air. <laughs> I'm, I'm googling jumbo shrimp. Um, Jackson, no. put your hands on the screen. <laughs> Cheater! Cheater! Uh, okay, so it's a '90s non-comedy. Uh, I'm gonna go. It's a, it's a non-com. Non-com. <laughs> non-com. Um, I'm gonna go. Is the lead male? Yes. Okay, I thought you were going to ask if he was sexy because that would have been awesome. Oh, that was <laughs> so, so like, much better. The answer, the answer would have been but, yes. But then I would have asked and it would have been like, and no, it is not a dude. I'm like, oh, sad face. So it's a 90s non-com. It stars a male, shocking, um, on that last one. It's not Spawn, obviously. Spawn, yeah. <laughs> is Michael J. White in this movie? No, I'm just kidding. Um, hmm... I'm gonna narrow this down time wise a little bit more. Yeah, I like that. Um, was this movie released after January first, two thousand or nineteen ninety six? No. Okay, so early nineties film. Okay. Back up to the top. Genre mm-hmm. or um. Yeah, I think we should nail, nail down genre some we more. Genre than setting type of thing. I know he's not going to do this to us. I know he would. He wouldn't do this. Um, is this an animated movie? It is not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't think so. That's cool. Um. That was five. Is this an action adventure movie? Yeah, I would say it's an action adventure movie. What's what's the IMBD classification? Is it action adventure? Mm, you got to uh, give me a second. It's Waterworld. <laughs> you got Jamie. Let you can come back me reference the internet for that. <laughs> use those. Use the magic abilities. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's an ad in the way. I can't even tell. Jamie, you think of something. I'll take in a second. Um, was this a blockbuster? Okay, I'm going to give you... A, so, I'm going to give this to you. The um, the categorization of IMDb. Mm-hmm. Man, I can't... I don't know if I can. Well, you could just say yes or no, I mean. Say yes it, or no on that. It doesn't say... It, so, you set... So, it lists three things. Okay, Action Adventure is one of them. And Action Adventure is not one of them, but comedy okay. is one of them. Oh shit! But I wouldn't consider it a comedy. Okay. That's cool. the best. That's the best way I can do that. 
It's not really a yes or no answer, but I'll take okay it. With it. Jamie, what was it? Oh, I asked if it did well at the box office. Um, let's see. What? Uh, yeah, actually did. I would consider it a box office success. I know that's no right. Hmm. So maybe cult classic or something that would be that he might have thought was a cult classic. Um, it's face off. <laughs> yeah, that's possible. Cult fiction. Early 90s, though. I know. That's a yeah. check. So Early we are on question eight, which is Caleb. Adventure, but he wanted to say it was, mm. but it is a comedy. But he didn't think it was a comedy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Doing great. John, I'm wondering. Hard to kind of just like assume. It's not. Head. It's not primarily a comedy. That's why I had three categories. And maybe a dark. Comedy? Okay. Like I have there's a some weird chuckles. idea because I have okay. a weird memory of things that people say. Okay. Colin said he liked Last Action Hero. Oh shit! It was back then. Is Arnold Schwarzenegger in this movie? He's not. And oh. by the way, we ask that every time. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, we, he's in a lot of movies. in a lot of movies. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of love that. I love, I love that Arnie is accidentally a recurring joke. <laughs> no, I think I ask it every time. He's the new Ryan Gosling of the Geek Squad. Yeah, he's, right. oh, he's the new Ryan Gosling. Okay, so that eliminates Last Action Heroes. Well, man. And right, well, a whole host of yeah, other... A bunch of ter- yeah, a bunch of Arnie. But it's so hard to like. We should. I wish I had a better template of what we should ask. Good questions to figure out what movie it is. Right. Um. All right. So like, uh, is this shit, man? Is this movie set in the present day, at or the present day at the time? I guess. Yeah. Yes. So it's set in the early '90s when it was released, essentially. Is it a? We don't even really have genre yet. We have like a weird convoluted thing that. It's comedy, not but. It's like semi-comedy, but Colin doesn't think so. Non-com. Is it? Is it sci-fi? <clears throat> no. Wow. Uh, we need to ask if this is animated or not. We did. We did. Oh, we did. Did I miss not. that? Okay. Yeah. All right, that was ten. So you guys got to you got to hustle. Yeah. Um. Is the lead an A list actor now? Ooh. Um. He is no longer an A list actor. Cool. So I was gonna say, like, do we know that he for sure was then? Okay. No longer. I, I gave you. I gave you a little too much information there, but. That's all right. I like it. We already did Ace Ventura and Pet Detective mm-hmm. once, right? Yeah. It's yeah, but I still comedy. consider yeah, and I still consider Jim Carrey a list. Yeah, and he doesn't consider comedy. Okay. Who are some nineties, early nineties A lists that don't anymore? Keaton, Costner. Is there oh. a rom- a romance in this movie? Well, there's always a romance. A love story. Oh, is it a sports movie? Um, Wait, is it Caleb? Is that your question? Sorry, the romance one. Uh, no. You asked. <laughs> no, I did. I asked. It. That's my question. No, not. Uh, it's it's very light, but I would say no. Okay. 
It is not a focal point of the story. Correct. Top Gun. Is it a sports movie, though? Top Gun does have a barely a love story mm-hmm. in it. It has a volleyball scene. But that's early 80s, mid-80s, I think. Oh, it's a two yeah, it's yeah. too early. Okay, guys, I've got two questions I guess I could ask. Then either A, is this a sports movie, or B, does this mo- is this movie the only entry in a franchise? Like, does it have any sequels? Oh, right, you know? right. That's a good one. I like both of them, though. Um, yeah, Brandon could do whichever one you don't do next. Mm-hmm. Okay, does this movie have any? Uh, does this does, does this movie have any sequels? Nope. Okay. That was a one-off. That was it's its own thing. Okay, is it is it a sports movie? No. God damn it, Colin! He picked a hard one this time. He even said that we were we're not going to get it on the. Board. Well, I changed it from is when I originally cool? said that. But oh, I, did you? So it's okay. comedy. It's some, it's one of, you guys have heard this movie. For not sure. a sports movie. It's a one-off. It's not a comedy. Quit saying comedy. It's IMBD says comedy, but Colin didn't think it it's was. Not so it's not prior. It's not. You would movie. not think. You would not put it in the comedy section. Not All a right. Um, but we haven't figured. There's three descriptions. It's not sci-fi or action adventure. Um, it's present day. It's set in the present day. And well, present '90s day. An A-list actor. At, in the 90s, but not anymore. I think I'm like... So is it Jamie's question now? Yeah. I'm thinking Clerks, Mallrats. Those are comedies, dude. These are too, com- too funny. Okay, comedy. not a comedy, though. Uh, when Army of Darkness. Um, hmm. That's be, 80s, though. Yeah. Is there lots? Uh, are there many deaths in this movie? Uh, no. Hmm. Not Army of Darkness. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm so lost. I feel like we're getting worse at this game. It's my fault. It started out so good, and now we're not good at it. I'm fairly certain it's my fault. I am terrible at this. <laughs> Caleb and I were talking about it the other night. My approach is totally random. Yeah. I have no strategy. <laughs> We is don't this? have the right questions. No. Yeah. Um, we got to narrow down something. Genre, I feel like, is the only option on that. It's present day setting, so that's our setting. It made some money. Made some money back, at least. Hmm. It's Beetlejuice. That was 80s. Um, that's comedy. Yeah. Uh, well, so is this, apparently. <laughs> Should we just start guessing like like actors or something? Maybe like, but a list at that time like that aren't now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so really that's the... what I was saying. Like Costner's a possibility. Um, Keaton. When did Waterworld come out, Alex? Nineteen ninety-five. And it wouldn't. This that fits the time frame, but. It, that would be more action. It's present day, though. It's, it's not, also it's not present day. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's not present day. Hmm. What are some other actors? That aren't relevant now? That's the problem. All I can think of is relevant actors. Mm-hmm. Um, what about, like, the old, like, De Niro or... No, they're still current. They're still, they're still <laughs> kicking. Yeah, they're still doing shit. Yeah. De Niro's in that Aubrey Plaza joint no but that but that general. no the question was a list yeah yeah that's true. i would still consider them a list personally really de niro yeah i don't consider de niro a list 
I, all I could think of is Pacino for some reason. An uh, A-list actor is someone you would still hire to be a lead in a movie. He gets leads. Anyway. Uh, I think you guys got to get genre. That's my personal opinion. Or, yeah, we need to get genre. Exactly. Uh, so is, is this a, a drama? Is it a drama? Is this a drama? Yeah, it's, it's more of a drama. Hmm. 90s, early 90s. Oh. Point blank. Oh, that's 80s. No, Point Blank was in the in the early nineties. That's a great movie. What's that fucking horrible movie that you always you always watch in school about the bad kids from the city? Is it Stand by Me? Was that a nineties movie? Yeah, yeah, that was nineties. That's not nice. Is it eighties? Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, those kids weren't a list. Mighty Ducks. That's but he would have said Emilio Estevez to a sports movie. He would have said yes. Shawshank? When did Shawshank come out? Ooh. You have four questions left. Holy shit, are you serious? Yeah, we're boning it, dude. We're, we're boning this one real hard, boys uh, and Jamie. Um, I need a question, you guys, and I'm fucking drawing a complete... Ask if Tim Robbins is in this movie. No, because he already <laughs> said there aren't many deaths, and Shawshank, uh, there's a few people that die. Uh, that's true. You said there weren't a lot. Of, you asked if there were a lot. That's true. We were talking about, like, battlefields. Shit. We're going to take an L on this one, guys. This sucks. Um... <gasps> Well, and that's not present day either. Shawshank is in like the fifties. Like oh, fair. It's um, jingle all the way. God, the drama. When did Reindeer Games come out? Something that's considered a drama that has some comedy elements into it that IMBD would specify. I have no fucking clue. Reindeer Games has Affleck in it. He's still. Yeah, and I want to say that was like late nineties for some reason. Mm-hmm. Oh. Fargo. Ooh, Fargo is great. That's a yeah. Coen Brothers movie. movie that was the mid '90s, I think. And Collins, Collins up there in that. And, and it is technically is a, a, a dark comedy. I really, I really you do know, think it's a dark Collins comedy. Walking around, people talking like that all the time. Hmm. Hey, because oh, shit. Is there a is there a is there a wood chipper scene in this movie? No. Damn it! I really want oh, to we could follow the footsteps or not. <laughs> 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 Um, oh God, damn, that's God. back to me. Um, and how many questions do we have now? We have three. We have so, me, Jamie, you. You have to answer. I write down, when I do this, I write down all the uh, questions. And yeah. 17, I, I wrote down, no wood chipper. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty good. Yeah, this is good. Don't let your wife find those notes. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Rope, lie, uh-huh. gloves, um, no wood chipper. Okay, so drama drama with some comedy elements. Damn, Fargo was good on that one. Um, I don't know if I can pull another one like that. Actor, an actor. It's it was Batman. Then, but not now. <clears throat> uh, too many deaths in Batman. <clears throat> not really. Yeah, were there any like no? Because I'm trying to think of actors. Man, ask if it's a, if you if you want to think it's a superhero movie. Ask if it's a superhero movie. That's oh. something we hadn't thought of. What else is there though? Like I did Batman. He's not going to do redo that. Like what else is there? Early nineties. There would be like a mm. dark superhero movie set in present day. Well, if I'm it's Batman possible. Returns, <laughs> no, he's not going to do that. I don't think. Um. Okay. Was the yeah, and it wasn't a sequel. There's no sequels to this movie. 
So it needs to be something a standalone yeah, movie. That's a good point. So so Just ask an actor, that's all I could think of. Uh, Michael <clears throat> Douglas. Michael Douglas, yeah, that's a good one. Kevin Costner was in a lot of stuff back then, so was Keaton. Those Harrison are two that Ford. in my mind. Dennis um, Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Yeah, that's a good one. That's not a sports movie. Were either one of the two actors I'm mentioning in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> that's one question, right? It is. That's great. No. Is that legal? Oh, you gave me an answer. I like it. Thank you. You guys are so far it's off. So I'm not helpful, give it though. <laughs> It's Space Jam. Oh, it's not it's a sports, sports movie. movie. Damn it. Uh... Also Two animated. More. Also comedy. Well, yeah, it's like half animated. <laughs> Told you I'm terrible at this. <laughs> we can narrow, you know, maybe we should start narrowing down years even closer. Oh. It's not going to help you guys. Two questions yeah. left. Not now, then... Well, I mean in the future. Yeah. I'm talking about the future. Uh, maybe. I mean. I mean, seriously, this is bad. Uh... Um. What else was like early 90s that wasn't an A-list? Like his Tom Hanks movies, those wouldn't have been. He's still A list, right? Oh, uh, big. Yeah, he's absolutely still A list. But yeah, but my thought was like like Forrest Gump, but mm. like Hanks wouldn't be. He wouldn't. When be. when did Hunt for Red October come out? Ooh, that's a great movie. Um, Ninety. Sean Connery. Yeah, that's that's a good There's one actually. Alec Baldwin is so. Let me just clarify not... on the A list thing. Like he, this actor is still active. But he is way past his prime. Right. Okay. Like way past his prime. Way past his prime. Like they put him in a box yesterday or? <laughs> soon. <laughs> very soon. soon. It's not very like soon. Giant Depp. But he'd still be, he's still very. Ill. Oh, Giant Depp's no, yeah, nowhere close to a box. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, he's, close, he's close I to mean, plenty he of boxes. Denzel? Yeah, is different Denzel kind of box. Really past his prime? <laughs> You guys have Den- t- two questions left. Denzel Washington. I know. Um, end it. Sorry. End it. End it. Just ask if it's so- ask something, dear. It doesn't matter. If what? Just ask something. I don't care. <laughs> I don't even care. I don't even care. Just ask whatever. We I need this. I need this to uh, go is away. Is this set in a major city? Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to oh, look up what city it was it, in. I no, think so, it just, but it's not like doesn't really matter. Apparently not. <laughs> It doesn't matter. I'm Colin's googling like is St. Louis a major city? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't think the city really comes up specifically, but it is in a city setting. Okay, that's yeah, that's where I was going. God damn. All right, Caleb. Dramas with comedy. Thinking, man. Hail Mary. Reservoir Dogs. No. Pulp Fiction, maybe. Ooh. People people die in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people, people die, die in Reservoir die Dogs. In I've never seen Reservoir Dogs. odd dude dies in Pulp Fiction. Well, two guys. Hmm. I don't think it's Pulp Fiction, though. But It's a good question on the dying, because it does eliminate things. Like, you're welcome. Uh, See, I'm not good terrible job, Jamie. at this. Yeah, I was going to say, you're not useless. You got That's it. A good, Thanks. That's a good question. I like that. Yeah. That was a brave heart. Uh, oh, Boogie Nights. Nice. Go for it. Shoot, shoot, shoot with something, Caleb. Is this uh, is this movie Braveheart? No, you have to answer. Okay, no. It's not Braveheart. Way too many no. Brave, Braveheart. Braveheart. It's the movie you could have at least known day, American Caleb. Beauty. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just guessed <laughs> something. God. Wow. Okay, Caleb's the problem. Oh, then it's the not me after all. 
What is what it? What the fuck is it? Yes. Sneak. It's sneakers. What? What? What the fuck? Is what the sneakers? hell is that? You guys never seen sneakers? No. Oh my, oh my god. god. Like, Googling sneakers. It's got Robert Redford in it. Sneakers right or now. like sneakers you wear on your feet. Robert Redford, Ben, King, ben Kingsley, Sydney Poitier. We're going to have to have Dan a talk Aykroyd. after this episode's over, Colin. We're have to have a talk with you. Sneakers. It's a great movie. Look, I can't even like I can't even Google the movie Dan because Aykroyd. it doesn't want to think it's a movie. It just comes up with shoes. Yeah. <laughs> what, is, what, what just happened? Can't believe you've never seen Sneakers. Oh, we got Cat River Phoenix in this movie. Totally should have gotten it. River Phoenix is in it. Yeah, come on, people. You're killing us, dude. That's, that's weak. That's, that's that's a mulligan. That was rough. You guys are weak. Oh, I've heard of this movie, but I've never seen it before. I'm taking a mulligan. Nobody's ever seen it. Colin. Apparently, it made a hundred and five thousand or hundred five million dollars in the what? box office. So that would be a, a success, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, it the depends on how much it is. Budget was $35 million, yeah, so okay. it made three times. Gotcha. Can't believe you guys have never seen this. Colin, I think you were the only one that has ever seen it. We might that. have to rectify well, that, I guess. Yeah, you, well, well, you know you know how we always take these L's when fucking Colin hosts, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of coincidence there. That's Colin what I'm saying. Likes to, Colin likes to dig deep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Hey, man, that's cool. Get it's all not right. fun if you always that, win, I guess. That is our show. Um, Geek Squatch is part of the ninja pancake network uh other other shows other famous shows on ninja pancake <laughs> uh loot shoot lane bombshell jackets and my morning coffee which is transforming into my morning my evening beverage give it a give it a listen if you want um want to say thank you to speaker freaks for the geek squatch theme check out their music at speakerfreaks.com maybe drop some a's and you'll be and you'll get there um, subscribe to Geek Squatch on iTunes. Rate us. Leave us a comment. We always want to hear from you what we're doing good, what we're hearing, what we're doing bad. Um, anything you got, we, we might even read your. We, we could re- read some mean tweets. Could we do that? We That'd be funny. Mean tweets. That'd be fun. I, would, I, would I love, love that. mean tweets. Uh, visit our website geeksquatch.com. Follow. Uh, email us at podcast uh, at geeksquatch.com. Follow Geek Squatch on Twitter. Geek Squatch Pod. Individual. Twitter accounts are Alex, W.A. Hirsch, Brandon, Sesame Seed 01, Jamie is at Traffic Jamie, Caleb at Caleb MCC, and your host, Colin Perkins, is Perkline. That's our show. We did the Sandlot. What do you guys think, huh? Well, yeah. I, I, think we, I think we all learned here. I am certainly no James Earl Jones. <laughs> no, but you tried it, right? You gave it your best. Actors. Very good. He exists in the only way any kid from 1962 has ever seen him. Black and white. <laughs> only has a jock strap on. It's kind of sexual, but still kind of hot. <laughs>
you can see all the you can see the chili dog stains underneath of his boobs. 